Hello, and welcome to another episode. I'm your host, Sarah Chappay. And I'm your other host, Jake Cooley. The Relatively Relatable Podcast is a weekly podcast about life, trends, and advice from two people who have no business giving it. Relatively Relatable is brought to you by Blank Slate Link. And to find out more, you can head to our Instagram page at Relatively Relatable Pod. All right, Jake. Nah, I don't think so. (laughs) So Jake. Stop trying to be different. Just just do it. Be who you are. Okay. So Jake. Spooky season. I love these next coming episodes because I love spooky season. It's very nostalgic for me. Why the nostalgia? Um... I think because I grew up in the sweet spot of Halloween Disney Channel. like, And I, and I didn't. But you asked me why I was nostalgic, and I'm telling you why I was nostalgic. Mm, okay, fair. Like, I don't think the kids now have Halloween Town, Halloween Town 2, Halloween Town uh, College. I don't think they have Hocus Pocus. <laughs> they don't have... Uh, what are the other ones? Those are like my main that I watch. My mom's on a date with a vampire. Like, Oh, no, I forgot about that one. Don't look under the bed. Yeah. Like those are what like... Was the, what was the one with the, the, the phantom of the monoplex? Megaplex yeah, Megaplex. Um, which after seeing Phantom of the Opera in theater, it's a cruel injustice that they made that movie. <laughs> yeah. I just like, I don't know. Something about Halloween has always just been like nostalgic for me and I don't know if it's like because of how like our parents always so got into holidays and stuff so like Mm. Halloween I feel like just sets off the holiday time for me it's the first holiday of like a lot a lot of fall festivities and there's just something about it yeah I mean it's interesting that you consider it a holiday like I, I don't even consider it a holiday well, it's like it's the first thing main thing that like I get everybody it. recognizes. Yeah, I get it, but or, I I don't I don't when I think of holiday season, I don't think about uh, Halloween as like a holiday that I'm amping up for. Oh well, we're different it is, then. It is like the gateway to the holidays that I care about. So there's yeah, there's some of that. Um, it I am curious now though, like because. With Disney Plus, newer generations have access to True. all of these like Disney Channel original Halloween movies, though, you know, they might not um, indulge in them. Yeah. I even remember like TV shows like Even Stevens, Lizzie McGuire, they mm. would even have like a Halloween episode. Me and Ashley were talking about the Halloween episode and like we were talking with our other friends about it and we didn't even have to use a lot of detail because we knew exactly what we were talking about. I was like, remember Miranda had these like skulls and they were in like a cafeteria and we were like, yes. And we all had the like same collective memory of these like very pivotal shows that we grew up with. I don't think shows do that really anymore. They don't do like, I know they have like Christmas, but it's like more holiday stuff. Like they're very specific when I grew up. Yeah. I think it depends on the show. I, I did. That was one of my favorite parts. I did really enjoy the Halloween episodes of shows. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I remember, (laughs) this is going to sound weird, but um, one of my most fond 
memories of like a real little kid from Halloween was the uh, Halloween Roly Polioli episode. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> yes. I don't, I don't really remember the plot line. I just remember always being excited about that <sighs> episode. That show is so good. I always told Stefan that like when we or if we have kids, they will be raised on the shows that we watched. Yeah, they're wholesome. <laughs> yeah. The Legend of Spooky Ookie is what that episode was oh called. Oh my god. Premiered Saturday, 23rd October 1999. Holy cow. Ew. I kind of want to watch it now. Oh my gosh. Holy I, I, holy I cannot holy. I cannot for the life of me remember what it was actually about. Like what the episode <laughs> what happened in the episode, but uh, I don't remember. Did I just I remember, remember loving that episode for whatever reason. I feel like it was like something changed their world into like a it was all dark and like Yeah, and there was a lot of pumpkins. Yes, I remember that too. Oh yeah, See? okay. I'm looking I'm looking at like Google images from this episode and one of them was like his parents as skeletons. Yes. But, like not really. Oh my god! there's like this jack-o'-lantern monster, which I'm presuming is spooky ooky. <laughs> That's like deeply embedded into some subconscious of my brain. Same. Like I still know the song, the theme song for it. Yeah, me like, too. I, I could sing it if I had to, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> I need to figure out like where I can watch this. Really. Was that on okay. Disney Channel? No, it was on... I thought it was on like Nickelodeon. Hmm. Nope, Disney Channel. Oh. Maybe it's on Disney Plus then. Didn't they upload everything that they produced? I doubt everything. This this podcast has just become Jake Google's things. <laughs> Welcome to Jake's Google's things. Please submit questions that Jake should Google. Uh, yeah, it says it's not going to be on Disney Plus, but it's on Amazon Prime right now. Nice. As of, as of five months ago, so I'll have to look into that. But uh, yeah, I don't. I think that's like my only real n- nostalgic Halloween um, thought. Like I always remember being like the Halloween being surrounded by a lot of anxiety for me because I never really knew what I was going to dress up as. I was always comparing what I was dressing up as to what other people dressing up as. And uh, I remember like always being really mad that we didn't get the like day after Halloween off mm-hmm. from school. Mm-hmm. Cause like, how are you supposed to really celebrate it during the week as mm-hmm. a kid? Mm-hmm. You know? So I don't know. I just, I, I'm sure I liked it a lot more as a kid. Like I, I bet our parents could, could shed some light onto this, but like looking back, I can't remember ever being like super stoked for Halloween. So you didn't, you probably don't remember or didn't like uh, experience the rager that our elementary school in Fort Collins threw. Like the whole would, school thing? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. But you would have only experienced like two years of it, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. So I was like in fourth grade when we left, and that was the best. And I never had any anxiety about what I was going to dress up as because I always went as a witch every year. (laughs) Yeah, I think I only really remember the one year of it, even though I would have probably been to two years of it. But uh, I just I remember I got stuck in the doorway because my costume was a giant box and it like pulled part of my costume off. And I 
I'm still this way. Like I'm very sentimental of the things that like my parents, our parents do for us. Uh And like, I remember mom and dad both like worked really hard to like make, I was as, I went as a robot. And so naturally we took like a giant, in my head it was giant, like moving (laughs) box and turned it into like this robot thing. Like, Duck wrapped the whole thing in duct tape and like affixed a bunch of like things that were supposed to look like buttons and dials and stuff. Like it was a, it was a time commitment. I I feel like and I like had to squeeze it through this doorway to get through. Like it's like every single. So the elementary school was set up as like this trick or treating tour thing where you like mm-hmm. went through all these different rooms. It's like every doorway I got stuck mm. in every doorway. Like something got pulled off of my costume and I like tried to go back and find it, but we were all like being shuttled through like cattle. So like you couldn't, it was a very traumatic experience for me. I just felt oh. very sad because mommy and daddy put all this time into my <laughs> costume and then got ruined. Um, okay. Well, we had different experiences then. Yeah. That's probably why you don't enjoy Halloween. And I do. Yeah. I've, I've had, I've had a few like traumatic Halloween experiences as a kid that made me not super hip on it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the, <laughs> it's too bad. This is, this is awkward. <laughs> yeah, we can get into that though. Okay. Well, I thought it would be cool to break down the tradition of Halloween. And when I did research for it, I was shocked at how I didn't know any of this. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I always just assumed that it was like the Americanization of Day of the Dead. Yes, I thought it was, what's that called? Dios. Dios. Los Muertos or something? Yeah. Um, I thought that too, but apparently that is not accurate. And anyone wants to come for me, this is via the history channel.com. So I feel like it's like pretty credible. Yeah, the the authority authority of history. Yeah. Um, Dia de Muertos is Day of the Day. Oh. Wow. Whatever. Sorry. Um, okay. Well, we'll just start right at the top. So basically, the tradition of Halloween started with the ancient, is it Celtic or Celtic? Celtic? Is your window open? Yeah. Uh, no. There's like a bird. I know. Mm, it, okay. It's not open though. I the crow, because we're talking about Halloween. Ooh, okay. spooky. Um, <laughs> I think it's the Celtic. Maybe. Okay. I mean, the, the basketball team is the Celtics. Yeah, that's why I don't know. I think it's Celtic, though, when it's talking about, like, Irish and Scottish people. Mm, this is okay. embarrassing how little well. we know about things. <laughs> um, okay, so it, start, it originated... In the ancient Celtic um, festival of Samhain, but it's spelled S-A-M-H-A-I-N, but it's pronounced Samhain, Um, and that people would like light bonfires and wear costumes to ward off ghosts. Um, So that's where all of that comes from, is like wearing costumes and uh, we don't, I don't know if like lighting bonfires is really like a tradition. Like I don't light a bonfire on Halloween. Generally not, no. No. But we light pumpkins on fire. On fire? 
Yeah, I mean, like a jack o' lantern has a candle inside of it, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't know if I if I describe that as lighting a pumpkin on fire. All right. Well, either way, <laughs> there's fire involved. Okay. Um. So this day for the Celtics, um, marked the end of summer and of harvest, and is beginning of dark, cold winter, and death. <laughs> Because mm. I think back in the ancient times when things got like into winter, that's when a lot of like famine probably started, you know, and right. just cold seasons and mm-hmm. probably sicknesses were prevalent. And people yeah. were like, oh, you're, this is the season of death, which is odd. I, b- I believe it. <laughs> I would believe it. Yeah. Um. So the, the thing that matches with like this in Day of the Dead is that they believed that this day specifically was when the boundary between the living and the dead became blurred. And if you are a Halloween Town fan, that is when the people who live in Halloween Town, the portal between Halloween Town and the real the real realm, can intermingle. Mm-hmm. And I always remember that. And like when I was reading this, I was just like, "It sounds just like Halloween Town. It's real. I know it's real." <laughs> I want it to be real so bad. <laughs> like the writers of Halloween Town may have actually done their research. Yeah. It's weird. Shocker. Shocker. Um, so I thought this was funny. Uh, the people, the Celtic people uh, said, in addition to causing trouble and damaging crops, which I thought was funny. Be- it's not funny because like that's how they survived. But like they're... Their like need, their needs were so much smaller than ours, right? Or like you know, like they're only worried about their crops being damaged. Yeah. Whereas like that does not cross my mind because I'm not a farmer. Yeah, I mean, you just go to Aldi. <laughs> yeah. Why didn't they just go to Aldi back then? I know, like they made it so hard. I get, I yeah. <laughs> Hipsters, they just had to grow everything for themselves. Seriously, organic, <sighs> Man. free rain. Good on them, I guess. Good for I, you. Tree huggers. <laughs> um, so they thought that like besides all of those things that they believed this day held for them, uh, that like they're called druids, I believe is how you pronounce it, or like a priest for them could make predictions about the future. <laughs> but that's like the only day they could the do it. The only day that they can <laughs> prophesize about the future is on Halloween. Yeah. So I don't know okay. if there was like uh what that where that comes from or what that blend like those blended like death and future and like the veil between all these worlds is lifted Mm. but they just believed it all worked on that one day yeah um so then how it starts to become more what we know it as in the 18th century pope gregory the third designated november 1st which if you guys don't know, that is the day after Halloween. As o- Only every <laughs> seven years though. What? Yeah, you know. Only when there's no. a leap year. Shut up, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, there's not a 32nd of October. Well, there's not always a 31st of October. Yes, there is. <laughs> My gosh. <laughs> Okay, so he named the November 1st as a time to honor all saints. And so that's where that All Saints Day 
comes in for Catholic holidays. Ah. Uh, so. Is there a horse in your room? <laughs> God. It's so chaotic over here. Um, so All Saints Day is incorporated, um, incorporates some of the traditions of Samhain holiday. Um, and so by the ninth, or ninth, sorry, 19th century, the influence of Christianity has now spread into the Celtic lands because we know that um, Christians, while maybe good intentioned, have bad execution and they like to just... Slaughter a bunch of people? Yeah, and like wipe out uh, yeah. traditions. <laughs> so, As long and, as it was in good intention, though. Yeah. <laughs> so in 1000... AD, the church made now November 2nd, All Souls Day, which I think it's interesting that they all kind of use the same verbiage, but they're like just different days. And they just are like, no, this is All Saints Day. And then this is All Souls Day. And then this is Day of the Dead. But it's like, right. we're not we're not far off of each other. Right. Why can't you just consolidate? Yeah. Consolidate it all. Yeah. And like, I, I, I hear you. We're all trying to like do the same thing, but rebrand in our own way. Mm -hmm. It's like Nike, Adidas, and Reebok. We're all doing the same thing. Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like Nike, Adidas, and Reebok. (laughs) All these religious and uh, you know traditions are the same thing as. Yeah, I'm with you here. (laughs) Yeah, so that's so that starts happening in like the 19th century, 1000 AD. So all. Um, why is widely believed that the church was attempting, like I said, to replace this Celtic festival with a more church sanctioned holiday. So they were like, yeah, we kind of like this, but like, we're going to put a holy spin on it. Mm-hmm. And then that's when we start forgetting about all these other things. So all souls day was very similar. They pretty much just took all, the blueprint of Samhain and did bomb like big bonfires, parades, and dressed up in costumes. But instead, they were going to be saints, angels, and devils. Mm. So they're like, because we're religious, we're going right. to dress up like these things. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> I just think that's so weird. Like, why can't you just like vibe with them? If you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, if you're going to dominate an entire culture, you got to go the whole way. <laughs> You can't, you can't let them have anything. anything. <laughs> That's true. You give them an um, inch, they take a mile. <laughs> In my experience with dominating cultures, that's what I've learned. Well, um, so then the night before, because this is like November 1st slash 2nd, that is the traditional night of Samhain, um, which became All Hallows Eve, and then eventually Halloween, which is October 31st now. Mm. Um, so then. Fast forward even further, where the new colonies of America are being established, uh, Mm -hmm. the religion is, they're trying to move away from, you know, like England and the Church of England and all of that. So they're much more Protestant and they're very, very strictly Protestant. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they didn't celebrate Halloween except for like in Maryland and Southern colonies which I don't know if I've talked about this before on the podcast, but I'm just going to go ahead and dig my grave, my grave, my hole like, even deeper. I like how you processed this and you're still going to do it. 
You stopped and thought for a second and you're still going to do what you're about to do. Well, now I have to because yeah, you, you like do. really Go baited ahead. it. Well, you were going to do it anyway. So Okay, so I think I've said before that like I'm not great at geography. Mm-hmm. And so for the longest time when I heard about like the Salem witch trials, I really thought it was in Salem, Oregon. Similarly to why I thought the White House was in Washington State. Washington State, yeah. (laughs) Until I like really just let myself think about it. And I was like, why why would there be witch trials in Oregon when it hadn't even been like discovered yet or colonized yet? And then I asked Stefan and he confirmed for me that there was a Salem in Massachusetts. And that's Mm -hmm. where that took place. Yeah. I mean, it is, it is possible to rename, to have the same name of town in different states. I just didn't, it just didn't click to me. Like Mm. the same thing as like the white house. You just hear Washington and I'm just like, yeah, you just like visualize it, you know? Yeah. Right. You just always assume. Yeah. I know. So I just figured, you know, Kind of like I'm learning new things. I'm learning where places exist and things like that. Hey, better late than never. That's so true. Um, so then back to this. <laughs> mm-hmm. So America also now is trying to rebrand Halloween. They're like, yeah, we like all this, but we we aren't for it really. So we're just going to take this and we're going to package it differently. Mm-hmm. And so they had autumn festivals um, until the influx of Irish immigrants the potato famine came and they brought that tradition of Samhain and Halloween with them. And because there was such a big boom of immigrants coming at that time, it's kind of hard to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We can't just burn you at the stake now. There's too many of you. A little bit developed now. There's a lot of, that would be a lot of bodies for us to clean up. Yeah, it's just too much. It's a fire hazard at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Smart Um, of them. So that's kind of like the the start of Amer- Halloween in America. Uh, but then fast forwarding to the late 1800s, that's where Halloween became more of a commercialized holiday um, because there was a big move to mold Halloween into a holiday more for like community and neighborhood get togethers. And so that's where like the parties, like I feel like that was always, I mean, it still is pretty big, but I feel like especially for like the 80s and 90s, people were always having Halloween parties, like Halloween parties. Like you don't have like, like I feel like the concept of Friendsgiving is relatively new. Yeah, probably. But like Halloween parties have always been a staple. You know what I mean? Like people always have Halloween parties where you get dressed up and you hang out with your friends. But like, why do we do that? But this is why, because in the 1800s, like cities and governments and like leaders were trying to mold it out of this, like less of the like ghosts and like tomfoolery and pranks and witchcraft into more of this, like, uh, like family friendly type thing. Mm. So parents, there was like newspaper articles and newspaper, uh, like advertisements encouraging families and communities to take, like the fright and grotesqueness out of Halloween 
mm-hmm. to make it this like just like you know candy Halloweeny thing, and <laughs> so that's why it's just like this very commercialized holiday now, and it has none of that like superstitious or religious overtones um, as much. As, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm for that. That's the thing I like about Halloween is like the cuteness of it. Yeah. You know, I, I despise the like super gory and like yeah. witchcrafty stuff. And I mean, I don't even like, I don't like scary movies. I don't like being scared. I don't like gross, like gory stuff like yeah. like that. So yeah, I, I, I feel like I'm down for that movement. I just wish it would have stuck or like gone all the way. <laughs> You know, or like, I don't know if maybe like in recent years, like in the last couple decades, it's, it's gotten more rough than it, it was maybe when they first started to commercialize it or started to, uh, influence this. But I don't know. I want to see what like Halloween was like in like the fifties, 1950s, like if it was, I don't know, cute, (laughs) more cute. (laughs) I feel like when I look at, it's funny that they were like, yeah, we're going to take this like freaky deakiness out of Halloween. And then you look at like Halloween costumes from the twenties and it's like, oh, they're literally, horrifying. yes, they're like a burlap sack, like with like eyes sewed shut or something. <laughs> yeah. I'm and looking it's just at like, some <laughs> vintage Halloween masks and it's not good. <laughs> no, but it's like, that was probably very wholesome for them. Right. Like wearing a hot dog costume now is like, yeah, I can get behind that. Yeah. So that's like kind of just the quick and dirty version of Halloween's origins. I mean, it didn't really in the article that I read mention much of Day of the Dead, but I'm assuming as more uh, people immigrated from Mexico, that holiday also probably merged with kind of like the Samhain Celtic Halloween also, Mm -hmm. which is interesting because, you know, they all have the same holiday right around the same time. Uh, And it's very similar, but everyone's like, no, it's it's this, it's this. Well, we'll pick this day. You can have this day. (laughs) Right. Well, I mean, it's not not unlike uh, Christmas. Yeah. Hanukkah. Yeah, Kwanzaa. All those... Religious holidays are all in the same season, at least. True. So, I mean, I, yeah, I've always, I've always tried to wrap my head around that because I feel like, I mean, I'm just going to make take a shot in the dark here. I feel like, <laughs> like, is Day of the Dead a Spanish thing or is it like an indigenous Mexico thing? Um, I think it's more indigenous Mexico. Because that would be really interesting if, like, the Celtic region had their version of what is now Halloween, mm-hmm. and you know, Central South Central America had their version of it, and they're all kind of at the same time. But those two places maybe didn't even know the other place existed. Yeah, wild. That's what I'm saying. You so know, it says aliens. <laughs> aliens had it, it has to be aliens. Yeah. It says Day of the Dead or Dia de los Muertos um, has its origins in Aztec traditions honoring the dead. The Aztec Empire influence extended throughout present day Mexico and Central America. And it's October 31st through November 2nd. Yeah. There's some spooky stuff going on here, man. And that's National Geographic. 
I don't think Halloween or Halloween. I don't think History Channel and National Geographic really talk to each other about these. So the I'm I'm reading back through these notes here because I I have to try to figure this out. <laughs> the origins of Halloween in the Celtic region was what thousand A.D. the ninth century. It was before that. It was ancient Celtic. Oh boy! So there's so, no way that these two regions knew about each other. Yeah. So. Um, it doesn't really have a date for the, it just says tradition originated with the ancient Celtic festival. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'll still believe that aliens somehow influenced them all to have their version <laughs> of Hall- Halloween on the same day. Okay. Same couple days anyway. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, yeah, I think that's, I just... I don't know if it's because Halloween is so nostalgic for me and it's just like, I feel kind of bad actually liking Halloween so much because I am a Christian (laughs) Okay, and I do get a lot of heat from other Christians that don't celebrate Halloween because of the quote unquote satanic vibes or like not even just vibes, like blatant satanic celebration. Yeah, right. It's not even um, that hidden. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I don't know how I feel now as an adult because I have such fond memories of a kid from it. And mm-hmm. um, even just like, I don't know, the maybe the history of it too. Like it's not just like this. It's like very much rooted in history and other cultures have the same thing. It's kind of just got a lot of information about it and tradition mm-hmm. surrounding it. And yeah, I don't know. Um, I kind of have a problem with like the Christian culture, not allowing people to like, just kind of have fun with things. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't really see how my like letting my kids that I don't have um, <laughs> dress up as cute little dogs and go trick or treating through the neighborhood to my neighbor's houses that I know, you know, you know mm-hmm. like I think back to when, when we went trick or treating as kids, it was such an innocent thing, mm-hmm. right? And there's always like the one, the couple weird kids that had like the bloody alien mask. But for the most part, yeah. we were all like dressed up as like cute little things, you know, mm-hmm. and our parents were with us and it was like, you know, this fun thing to go around your neighbors and like go up to your neighbor's house. And then they're like, Oh wow. What are you? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't really see how, like, why everything has to be, like, well, if you believe in God, you can't do that. Like, yeah. that's a, God is going to not like it if you are taking your kids trick-or-treating. Like, yeah. there's a difference between me doing that and me, like, forcing this, like, satanic ritual on, on them. Right. Like, it doesn't have to be black and white. And I don't know. Maybe we don't want to, like, get into this per se, um, keep it lighthearted, but I we talked about this a little bit about Christmas last year too, mm-hmm. like um, whether or not we're gonna do Santa with our with our kids mm-hmm. someday. Like I don't see the harm, but you know, I'm a heathen, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know the argument. Like recently, I read an article about why Christians shouldn't celebrate Christmas because, and I'll get into this more next week in our conspiracy theory episode. <laughs> But uh, basically that like all of these main quote unquote mainstream holidays um, are very like steeped in paganism, which like Christianity should not like 
tie itself with paganism, but at like, and so you shouldn't celebrate anything. And I remember growing up in elementary school with a girl, she, her parents didn't celebrate any holidays. And I don't really remember what their religious background was because I was like in third grade, but she, they didn't even celebrate birthdays because of how like paganism it was. And it was like, you know, very materialistic. And so I remember mm. one time I had got one of those really cool things for my birthday where you put your hair in it and it twists. Ladies, you know. Yeah, from I have the no 90s. idea what you're talking about. And you can put like string in it and it like was wraps this like your an hair. as seen on TV thing? Yes. But yeah, I wanted okay. one so bad and I got it for my birthday. And she asked me, she's like, oh, I'd like you do your hair like that. And I was like, oh, I got this thing that did it in my hair. She's like, oh, like, why'd you get it? And I was like, I didn't want to say it was my birthday because I was mm. like, she doesn't believe in birthdays and I don't want to be offensive. And I was like, um, it was just a gift, which is not wrong. Like I didn't lie. Right. But like as a kid, I was just like, uh, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know where that story is going, but it's like, if you say Santa brought it for me. Yeah. And it's like the kids like Santa's not real. And then your kid's like, what? Right. Birthdays aren't real. Yeah. What? <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I think there's just um, spec. There's extremes to every spectrum. You know, you could be like, you can't celebrate anything. Like you can't blah, blah, blah. And then there's people that are like overly like about the commercialized right. like holiday. Mm-hmm. But I mm-hmm. think Halloween is what you make of it. You yeah, don't have don't, to celebrate I mean, it. I don't care. I don't think there's anything wrong with doing it. And I don't yeah. think there's anything wrong with not doing it. I do think there's something wrong with like um, subjecting young children to like super gory stuff too soon. Yes. I, I think there's a lot wrong with that actually. Not, yeah. not to say that you should like over shelter your kids. Um, again, speaking from the only parenting experience I have is the plant that I just killed and I'm trying to revive right now. <laughs> so I, you know, I don't know what I'm talking about, but um, I just, I can't imagine it being super healthy to like, if you're one of those, like I have in my head, like the parents that are the kinds of adults that are super into Halloween, but they're like into like that kind of weird stuff about it. Yeah. And like they kind of like, instead of encouraging their basically toddlers to dress up like a cute little puppy, they like encourage them to dress up like a little zombie or something, you know, something a little bit more gruesome. Um, I, that's not, I don't dig that. Yeah. I think that's where I draw the line of like regulating <laughs> where I would regulate it, I suppose. Yeah. But. Well, that's also just making it like age appropriate. Right. Like you would never let like your kid dress up as like a slutty nurse. Some might. Or I mean, I hope you wouldn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> Me personally, no. So it's like, why would you let your kid dress up as like, like I remember those ones. I don't know if it's still a thing. It looked like there was a zipper on their face, but it was like a mask mm, or it was like a mm-hmm. stick on something. Mm-hmm. I hate it so much. Yeah. And the kids would be walking around and like trick-or-treating at our house and they'd have it. And I'm like, why though? What are like you? Eight. I'm a zipper. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> there was one kid last, I think it was last year. Last year was like the first year that I f- put my foot down and I was like, we're buying candy for the kids in our neighborhood because mm, I love it. 
No, because before we lived in an apartment and then when we moved here, we weren't really sure what the vibe was because our sh- we don't have street lights, and yeah. so we weren't really sure. And it pretty much dies down about nine. Right. But there was this kid and he was probably in middle school and I think he was trick-or-treating by himself, which is just so sad. Mm-hmm. And he was wearing just like a black t-shirt with like a bandana. And I was like, oh, are you like a ninja? And he's like... Yeah, or like an army man. I'm like, what? Oh, yeah. I'm like, here, just take my candy. I don't... What? Yeah, teenagers, man. Teenagers ruin everything. (laughs) The like apathetic attitude of a teenager is just like... It grinds my gears. (laughs) Yes. I remember when we went trick-or-treating... So we were in middle school and we weren't going to go trick-or-treating, but then we, I think our plans just like ended up falling through. And so we did Mm -hmm. and we were having so much fun. We were being just totally innocent. We were still in like sixth or seventh grade, which is still well under the age to be able to, (laughs) but we lived in a small town. So we were able to all go in a big group together and not like with our parents. Mm -hmm. And there's this house and we all knew about it that wouldn't give candy to kids over like 10. Yeah. And so, of course, we went to his house expecting candy. I can't remember if we got any. I think the group was big enough that he wasn't going to try and riot against us. He knew that if he didn't, he was going to be dragged out in the street and beaten to a pulp. So (laughs) by an army of of angry seventh graders. (laughs) Basically still toddlers. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, what do you think about adults in Halloween? You know, like single or like, uh, not single, but um, no kids, dinks maybe. For those of you who don't know, the dual income, no kids is what dinks means. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, Or just, you know, adults in in general that are super into Halloween. What do you you think? Well, I probably tread the line of that person, but I don't like, there there are Halloween enthusiasts. Uh-huh. They decorate their house for Halloween, not fall uh-huh. for Halloween. Right. I hate the like tacky Halloween decor. I think right. you you guys need to stop with that. Mm-hmm. Um But do otherwise you like, Do you like tacky Christmas decor? No. Yeah, okay. At least you're consistent. <laughs> I am consistent. Um otherwise I don't know. Like so Halloween's on a Saturday this year and the only thing we've ever done now that we're like adults is go to Chipotle because you get a free burrito if you're in a <laughs> costume. Right. Yeah. So we always I do that. that. Um and like usually we just wear our onesies that we have and they're like, okay, whatever. And yeah, you feel a little effort. wear a like, cowboy hat. <laughs> yeah. You just feel a little kind of like uh howdy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And they'd be like, okay, whatever. It's like yeah, when we went to Krispy Kreme's, you know, dressed like a pirate and we gave very little effort and we thought that they would not give it to us. And they were like, yeah, here, just stop <laughs> talking to us. It's more effort for them not to do it. Yeah, in exactly. A, in an odd way. Like yeah. they would have to spend the time to argue with whoever was in front of them. It's not right. worth it. Yeah. Um, but So, yeah, this year we were like, it's on a Saturday. We kind of want to do something, but it is during like a pandemic. So we don't really know what we want to do. A little bit irresponsible probably. Yeah. One year we went to a Halloween party because some friends of friends invited us. 
Mm-hmm. And we ended up getting there before they did. Awkward. And it was so weird because we didn't know anybody. But we went as um, Regina George and her mom from Mean Girls. And it killed. <laughs> okay. It was the mom. Nice. Otherwise, I don't get the whole like super into Halloween as an adult. Yeah, I don't either. Um, I don't know that I've ever been to a Halloween party as an adult. Or even in like I didn't even do it in college. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like it, I feel like generally Halloween is a, is a huge deal when you're in college. Um, or at yeah. least that's the impression that I got by all the friends that I didn't have that were telling and me about like their Halloween movies. endeavors. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I never got into it. I I really I really outgrew at Halloween um, in mi- like middle school basically. Like I had some friends like that would do Halloween parties in middle school. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone had them in high school and if they did, I didn't get invited. Oh. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just not, I'm not a, I'm not a Halloween guy. Like I, I know I, just, I can tell. I can't, if someone invited me, like invited me and my girlfriend to a Halloween party right now, I mean, barring the whole pandemic thing. Um, like I think I would go if the people that I, if the people that invited me, like if I knew they weren't like hella into Halloween, if they were mm-hmm. just doing it like as a fun thing, you know, and it was going to be pretty, um, you know, not a major rager or something. So you wouldn't want to dress up. Maybe I'm lame. No, I would dress up. Like I'm, I'm down for the idea of doing that. And like, I don't, I'm not saying that how ho- or uh, adults shouldn't like, um, do stuff like that. Like, I don't think I don't, there's, <laughs> My brain has stopped working. Apparently, <laughs> I'm I'm watching Westworld right now, and uh, when they like get confused and they get stuck in a loop, and just yep. that's how I feel like what just happened to me. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with adults enjoying how Halloween, or like if you're the kind of person that throws a Halloween party every year, like I don't think there's anything wrong with that. The thing that I don't understand is the people, like you said, that like. They decorate for Halloween, not fall, mm-hmm. you know, and they're like really into like the, I think of in Parks and Rec when they had that Halloween party in April is like, there's going to be blood and oh, go- yeah. goblins and, <laughs> yeah. you know, all this, I, that's the kind of stuff that I like people that are super normal for the rest of the year. And then like <laughs> come October, they're, they're into like, um, like torturing people and like yeah. blood and all this weird stuff like mm-hmm. I'm not into that yeah and like the yeah. whole like Halloween for an excuse to dress up as a slutty nurse thing I don't know yeah I'll appreciate it from a distance you know but I'm not gonna go on air and say that I'm I'm here for it I feel like if you're dressing like a slutty nurse I'm gonna go out on a limb and say you're probably not afraid to dress that way on a normal Saturday night either Right, which is fine, you know, do what you want to do. But if I if I was an adult, which I am, I think, going to a <laughs> Halloween party, I wouldn't be, I would be trying to think of something really funny to go as. Yeah. You know, like, I, I love when people have clever costumes for things. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you do a Halloween party and everyone's dressed as, like, super, like, clever things, that mm-hmm. is, that's hilarious. I'm here for that kind of thing. Um <laughs> I'm not super. I'm not a big fan of people like wearing Halloween costumes to work. Um, my, <laughs> I've done that. My company, there's like, won't be this year because no one is working there. But in years past, there's always been like 
a few people. It's like one of those things where if not everyone is doing it, then you shouldn't do it. You know, like if you're yeah. going to be like one of like one of 400 people <laughs> that like really <laughs> leaned into dressing up for work, um, I wouldn't do that. I don't get those people. Like I have maybe too much pride or I'm too easily embarrassed or whatever, but I don't know. <laughs> the don't best know part on Halloween this. is when people, grown ups, uh, are dressed up and you are driving to work and you see somebody in their car yeah. also driving to work and you're like, oh, okay. Dang it, I Creed. See. I've been up since four. <laughs> yeah. Good reference. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't want to sound like the the Grinch of Halloween, but I just think it's one of those things where it's like uh, everything in moderation. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm not sure that I, I mean, I love Christmas, but I'm not going to go out of my way to like put inflatable Christmas stuff up in my front yard either. So oh I kind of have sim- similar, similar vibes for that. Um, like Christmas parties, I think are super fun, but they can easily become really tacky and not fun pretty quickly. So yeah, I don't know. Save anyway. that for the, the Christmas episode. Yeah, I know. I'm just trying, I'm just trying to not c- contradict myself. Oh, okay. Like I'm trying to be consistent in my logic here. Yeah. um, I think for parties though, like if I was having a Halloween party on Halloween or like the night before, I would go hard on the Halloween like aesthetic. Right. But I don't think you would leave your whole, you wouldn't, you wouldn't on October 1 start like putting up all your Halloween, like putting cobwebs up and like (laughs) fake spiders and drinking red punch every day. (laughs) But our mother used to do that. Well, yeah, because we were kids. She hates Halloween though. I know. She like really despises it. (laughs) Yeah, but she went, she went hard for us. It's just, you know, she just loves us that much to put her own feelings aside and, and give it, show us a good time, which I appreciate, you know, like, uh, our parents always did a really good job of, like you said, every holiday, like even St. Patrick's Day, like mm-hmm. our mom would like dye our milk green and be like, mm-hmm. oh, I guess it was the leprechauns. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, they just always like wanted us to have fun and like enjoy things. And yeah, th- those are my my fond memories of it. But once I became coherent enough to realize what was going on, I wasn't a fan of Halloween. <laughs> it's too bad. Yeah. You'll never see Halloween Town then. You're like the mom, Marnie's mom. I don't understand the reference. I've seen Everyone the movie. Else will. I've seen the movie, but I don't watch Halloween movies as an adult. I don't really even watch Christmas movies as an adult, so I'm consistent uh, there too. How are we related? I don't know. I'm just lame. I'm the lame yeah. one, obviously. Um, but yeah, I feel like I feel like I outgrew trick or treating pretty quick too, just because, like I said earlier, like it was always this like source of anxiety for me like I never knew what to go as and I hated like shopping for Halloween costumes and this was back this was before like I understood the concept of like being clever mm-hmm. about things you know um, I think the only clever outfit costumes I had were like suggestions from, from suggestions from our parents and that was like the everything that I wore that was made out of a box which like <laughs> In theory, it was a good idea. Like one year, I was the robot, obviously, and I slipped on a patch of ice and couldn't get up because I was like a turtle <laughs> on its back in this giant cardboard box. Oh my gosh, it um, was so funny. Another year, I went as a box of cereal 
which was great. <laughs> and like mom, mom like painted this box to look exactly like the cereal box. It was uh-huh. like, I wish I, we probably have a picture of it somewhere. I wish I still had it because it was spot on. It was a box of Count Chocula, mm-hmm. which is perfect. Um, I wore that like late elementary school, I think. And I, I just, I feel like I remember falling over again and not being able to get back up. And I was like significantly older. I should have known better. Um, one year I went as Darth Vader and I had this Darth Vader mask, but what they don't tell you is that when it's dark out and you're wearing a dark, like (laughs) goggles, Darth Vader mask and it fogs up, you can't see. And I think I fell over again that day. So I have a lot of, um, memories of falling on Halloween and just like always having inconvenient costumes. Like you can't get into your mom, your friend's mom's car with a giant cereal box on. You have to like really plan ahead of this. And <laughs> I think our mom had to take us that year because we just knew that I was going to have to throw this giant box into the back seat of the car every time we would stop and then like go to different <laughs> neighborhoods. So it was just this like logistical nightmare to me. Like my analytical brain has never been able to recover from that. So yeah. Like if I knew that I had to go to a Halloween party, I I would have a lot of anxiety about it. Just like trying to think of a costume. What am I going to go as? What is not going to cost me a bunch of money, but it's still going to be kind of clever. Like what's going to be funny. It's like this whole thing that I have to like work backwards from. I need like six months in advance and I'll be thinking about it for six months, but I'll only (laughs) really think about it for like the three days beforehand. So I would literally go as a witch. That's it. Like I have, it takes up zero real estate in my brain. That's like weird. if someone was like, oh, do you want to go to like a Halloween party? I'd be like, cool. And I'd see what friends are going and I'd be like, do you guys want to do a group costume? And if mm. they don't, then I'm like, which? The group costume thing is always has always intrigued me though. I've never had any friends that were like committed enough to do a group costume thing. Yeah, you have to commit with the group costume. Yeah, because the worst, worst case scenario with a group costume is say you have four people and like you're the only one that really went for it. Everyone mm-hmm. else is like just kind of, you know, wearing mm-hmm. the cowboy hat version of mm-hmm. it. I don't know. We went, so when we went as the Mean Girls duo, we had we knew we had to go for it. So we yeah. built the neck brace for Ooh. Ashley to wear um, yeah. when Regina George gets hit by the bus. <laughs> and we used like PVC pipe and I can't remember what we used for like the binding around her head. But when she went to sit in the car... She couldn't like bend into the car. So she had to like lay down on her side and like uh, scoot yeah. in. And she had to do that all night anytime she was going to like get in the car and drive with it on. I like that. So it's pretty That's funny. Commitment. Yeah. Also, the TikToks for Halloween are pretty funny because it shows the like normal girls on Halloween. You know, they dress like kind of slutty. And then there's like, the other girls on Halloween and they're like dressed as Mr. Clean and they have like Super a bald dorky. cap on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think those girls are more attractive generally. There's more going on upstairs in my brain, but I'm just, I love the, like I said, I love the clever costumes. Like mm-hmm. if you're going to go, if you're going to do anything for Halloween this year, um, my advice to you would be try to be clever. Don't just go like the show a bunch of skin route. Even if you're a dude. I know a lot of guys that like, you know, I'm pretty plugged into like the fitness world or, mm-hmm. or I, I at least pretend to be, um, <laughs> you know, guys like get pretty jacked and then every costume they think of has to be something that like either has a, an unbuttoned shirt where they're showing their abs or no shirt at all. 
Yeah. Or like really short shorts, which I've been guilty of before, but um, it was part of the theme of the entire party, so I don't feel bad about it. But um, just like, <laughs> you have all year to show off your body, man. Be, be funny. Be funny yeah. for once. Do, do something funny for once. That's, Just think outside it. the box a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't go for the low hanging fruit. I'm not, a, I don't like anything that's low hanging fruit. So take that for what it's worth. <laughs> I generally don't appreciate that. I generally don't like low hanging fruit. <laughs> Put that on a t shirt. Yeah. All right, so every week, Jake and I do a go-to for the week. So, Jake, what is your go-to this week? My go-to this week is one of my favorite things of all time that I've Mm -hmm. only recently, in the last few months or so, been re-indulging in is Mm -hmm. um, cereal. Ooh. Um, No specific cereal, like just cereal in general. The concept of cereal is my Mm -hmm. go-to. this used to be like my go-to snack. Like I would eat cereal a couple times a day, like mid-morning, maybe afternoon, definitely before bed. Um, when I was in college, especially, I used to eat like two or three like big bowls of cereal every night before <laughs> bed. I don't know how I didn't get fat, um, but it was just my jam. Um, so, and recently we've been having cereal time, which is every night before bed while we're watching TV, have a bowl of cereal. Um, I've been on <laughs> so the, cute. I've been on the mini wheats, frosted mini wheats mm. train lately. Um, recently switched over to life before that I was doing, um, <laughs> frosted or uh, cinnamon toast crunch, which has always Ooh. been a favorite of mine. So it's not quite the same as an adult. Cause like I'm trying to still be somewhat responsible and not drink 2% milk with it. So like, mm. But there's just something in my brain like nothing beats like an ice cold 2% milk pour mm-hmm. over some cereal and mm-hmm. like getting that cereal milk and mm-hmm. oh, oh. <laughs> heavy breathing intensity. Oh gosh, I love cereal. <laughs> so yeah, I'm not, I'm not in any sort of, um, I'm in like bulk phase right now, bulking season. So I'm kind of just eating whatever I want at this point. With with some direction, but I'm not thinking too much about it. Like, there's a purpose for the cereal at night, um, but I'm just happy to be able to do it. So nice. That's my thing right now. What's yours? Um, I'm really into mocktails right now. Ooh, interesting. So, yeah. So I realized I was treading the line of being an alcoholic when I got back from our trip mm, because yes. I was pretty much doing five to six beers a day. Mm, yeah. I mean, when you burn like, you know, 5,000 calories, you can afford it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, there was a point in our trip when I was like, man, I have not stopped drinking for like 25 days straight. Mm-hmm. I should give my liver a break. And I felt like I had the flu because oh, I was going wow. through withdrawals. <laughs> and so I was like, well, I better keep drinking. I don't want to feel sick <laughs> while I'm out here. So then I got home and like I obviously didn't drink as much as I was, but I was still having like a beer every now, every night because we mm-hmm. brought a lot of beer back home with us. And uh, then I had a couple dirty martinis with my sister-in-law and the next day I was like, oh my God, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, I'm going on about six weeks of a bender. <laughs> <laughs> So that next day I went to the store and I bought kombucha huh? and I made like 
it was like a supposed to be like a margarita upscale margarita but instead of putting tequila in it i topped it with kombucha mm. and i was like this is like really good hmm. so i also love having like things throughout the day so like i love drinking coffee in the morning and i like having like something in the afternoon that mm-hmm. doesn't have caffeine in it but you can't really start drinking like a beer at like three. Like I can because I work for myself, but like yeah. I shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. the mocktails have been satisfying that like 2 p.m., 3 p.m. Mm. kick that I'm needing. Mm-hmm. Um, but my body doesn't do great with kombucha. It has too much probiotic in it and like um, yeast yeah. in it. And like my gut can't handle a lot of it. Too much little floaties. Yeah, so I need to find an an alternative. Maybe just like I don't want to do pop, um, but I just need to find a top. You know, like a, mm. a like a spritzer to put on top of it. Like Lacroix would probably be good, or uh, a white this, claw. I follow this guy on Instagram called the Apartment Bartender, mm-hmm. and he he does all these cocktail recipes. But he always says something to substitute if you want an alcohol free version. I'm trying to think of what it's called. The sound of your keyboard is so ASMR satisfying. Alcohol. I need to get like a mechanical keyboard. That would be awesome. Uh, anyway, you might be able to find it on his Instagram. But there's like an actual thing that people tend to use for mm. alcohol substitute. and It's not kombucha. I would have remembered that at least. But anyway. Yeah. Well, so that's my uh, go-to. And I think I'm going to post my recipe for it because it is delish. Uh, but it's not very fall flavory. So I'm hoping to find a fall flavor one to migrate into. A fall mocktail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hear you. So that's that fam. Sweet. The end. Goodbye. All right. See ya. All right, guys, that's going to do it for this episode of Relatively Relatable. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and write a review of our show if you haven't already. And if you want to stay connected with us, you can find us on Instagram at Relatively Relatable Pod. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.